Blog Talk Radio. Good day to you. It's Andrew Morgan, the Ghost Coach, coming to you today on the Ghost Coach Daily Show. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. I know I surely did. Had a lot of fun watching two incredible teams ply their trade and go all out in order to reach a specific goal. You know, as a goals coach, every once in a while you come across those bigger-than-life examples of what it's like to really and truly go for your stuff. You know, not those quiet examples that just kind of creep through lives, but those big examples, those big events. And that's why I enjoyed the Super Bowl so much yesterday. You know, if you're tuning into the program for the first time, again, I am Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach. This is a program that's brought to you by AboutGoals.com, a website that's dedicated to helping you to maximize your potential and to reach your goals and to produce the desired outcomes that you want in your life. As I always say, what we share on this program are tips and insights and ideas to really get you to think a little bit differently about what's going on in your day-to-day routine and your habits of thought so that you can make those changes that are going to get you to the place that you want to be in life. It's my hope that you did decide to join me in making this week your best week ever. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's all right. Last week on the program, on Friday's show, We covered how to make seven tips on how to make uh, this week your best week ever. And and those steps are one, the decision. So I hope that if you've listened to the program and you made that, uh, you've decided to to take this seven-day journey, uh, that you've made that decision. And then second step is that you plan for it. You know, how do you plan for the best week ever? And then the preparation. What do you need to do beyond those plans in order to make this the best week ever? And, and um, yeah, I, want, I hope that you clarified what a good week looks like in advance. I hope that you eliminated distractions so that you can focus on making this your best week ever. I hope that you began the process today and actually the night before of crafting the attitude that you're going to have throughout the day. And I hope that you made some basic energy commitments so that you have the energy and the physical power, the emotional power to 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 get through what will be a great week and to really do some some incredible things. It's really not too late if you if you didn't do any of those things just go to the archives and listen to the show titled The 7 Keys to Having Your Best Week Ever. Again, it's in the archives and it's The 7 Keys to Having Your Best Week Ever. You know, regardless of whether or not we're trying to have our best day, our best week, our best year ever, Somewhere along the way, we sometimes run into adversity or obstacles. You know, and, and, and adversity is, is simply a state of hardship or affliction or, or misfortune. You know, we, life can be unpredictable, as we all know. You know, we all know that, that there are those things that we can influence and those things that we can control, and then there are those events that really just seem to happen. And that that's that's for all of us. No one's immune to that. That's just what life is. You know, for most of us, for most of us, we we really are, whether or not we want to admit it, our chief aim is to avoid hardships and adversity. You know, we want to be comfortable. We want a life of calm and ease. But I have a question for you. In the pursuit of an easy life, are you ignoring the advantages of adversity? 
Are you ignoring the advantages of adversity? Today on the program, I'm going to review and discuss the book, The Adversity Advantage, by Dr. Paul Stoltz and Eric, uh, Eric Weinmeier. And, and we're going to take a look at some, some really good nuggets, because you might be surprised to find that going through hard times is actually and can actually be a good thing if you know how to approach it and if you know exactly what it is. Eric uh, Weinmeier was uh, it was the summer of of, uh, of him going into the ninth grade. He was about to go into the ninth grade, and he began to lose the the last traces of his eyesight. Okay, he could no longer see enough to even walk around by himself. He he actually had to you know he was depending on his brothers and and his parents to lead him, and he 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 said that he would reach out for their shirt sleeve. He'd reach out for their shirt sleeves with the, the terror of a small child being left behind in a department store. That's, that's, that's you know, that that's, that's, that's kind of tears at the heart a little bit. You know, here he is, is this young man uh, going into the ninth grade, and he's losing the rest of his vision. You know, he's losing the rest of his vision. And, and you know, he said that he hated what happened because it, to him it felt like uh, he was utterly helpless. Let me ask you something. Have you ever faced a situation in your life where you felt that you were helpless? You know, where you felt that the weight of the world was just, just pouring down on your shoulders, just bearing down on your shoulders. You know, we all go through these 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 tough times. You know, it's just again, it's a part of life. But but think about that time that you went through. Maybe you're going through that now. You know, that that some some real adversity, some things that are that that's trying you and and that that you're 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 struggling with. You know, for for Eric, it, he was it was late in the fall of that same uh, that same summer, after that summer when he lost most of his vision that he was watching a, a TV show. And the name of the TV show is That's Incredible. And, and, and you know, Eric said that he could, he could still see a little out of one eye, but in order to see the TV, he actually literally had to be about, you know, had to be about three or four inches away from it. But, but that night on that program, they were featuring an athlete named Terry Fox. And Terry Fox was uh, a gentleman who had lost his leg to cancer, and he decided that he was going to to run across Canada from east to west. You know, he just lost his leg, and actually, before he even left the hospital, he decided that he was going to run across Canada with one leg. And uh, and and Eric, you know, was sitting there watching this on tel on on TV, and he he had his 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 nose pressed up against the screen because he could barely see. And, and he describes, he, he remembers that moment as one where there was literally tears, tears pouring down his face. Watch Terry run as he watched this, this uh, gentleman who lost his leg to cancer run. And, and he said that, you know, the, the, you, you could see um, the, 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 the blisters and the pain. The, the prosthetic that he was running on was, was somewhat primitive at the time. And so there was a lot of pain. You, you know, you knew he was fighting pain and, and blisters and raw skin. skin. And, and at one point he said that he actually had to use crutches. Terry Fox had to use crutches to propel his body forward. But he, you know, he was determined to do this thing, and and Eric, you know, shares in his book the adversity advantage that um, 
that what struck him most was the look on his face. He said it was a, kind of a contradiction. You know, there was exhaustion, but at the same time, there was a radiance. You know, there was an exhaustion, but there was a radiance. And and that experience inspired Eric. It inspired him to get beyond his situation and to not allow his situation to cause him to retreat. To not allow his situation to cause him to withdraw. And I want to think about I want you to want you to think about rather what you're going through. You know, I mean that's it's a fact of life. Things are hard sometimes. And we know that there are a number of, of people right now in the country and in the world who are going through some really tough times. But I want you to think about what you're going through, and I want you to think about how you see it, because how you see it will determine what that experience is. You know, uh, Dr. Paul Stoltz and, and Eric Weinmeier, uh, in, in the book that they wrote on, on adversity, and, and, and really it's about how do you, how do you uh, maximize what adversity has to offer? How do you, how do you really tap into the power that's offered by adversity. You know, they they point out that adversity has the power to refocus your priorities. You know, they point out that adversity has the uh the power to hone your character and to unleash that thing that's inside of you. You know, last week on the program I I shared the experience I had of of working with um voice uh coach uh, Dr. Anthony Sweeting. Who's who happens to be Les Brown's uh, motivational speaker, Les Brown's childhood friend, and and his mentor, and and I shared an expression that Doctor Sweeting uh, uses and used in the in the the voice class that 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 I was going through, and the he, the expression is I have to get the juice from the duck. I have to get the juice from the duck. In the context of 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 why why I said this is as he was going as he was working with someone someone who had a strong voice that they tap into. You know, Doctor Sweeting looked at them and said, "You know, with you, I've got to get the juice from the duck." And you know, that's what adversity has the ability to help us to do, to get the juice from the duck. Those things that are deep down inside of us that need to be drawn out. Adversity can actually help to draw that out. It can actually help to draw that out. So, you know, think about your situation. Think about what you're going through. And and think about the advantage that you have to adversity or to going through it and, and to to um to to experiencing this adversity. You know, Arthur Golden Golden said that uh, adversity is like a strong wind. It tears away from us all but the things that cannot be torn so that we see ourselves as we really are. Yeah, I've got to say that again. Adversity is is like a strong wind. It tears away from us all but the things that cannot be torn so that we see ourselves as we really are. What a what a what a, a a beautiful way of looking at life, because that's really what you're looking at. Because life is not just all up 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 up. Life is sometimes up 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 down 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 down, level off up 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 down 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 down. So when we talk about adversity, the way that you look at adversity is really the way that you look at life. 
because that's what life is, the duality of life are good times and bad times. And the question is, do we allow that to destroy us? Do we allow that to stop us? Do we wallow in that thing? Or do we pick ourselves up? And do we do we do we get do we maximize what that situation has to offer us? You know, Nathaniel, Doctor Nathaniel Williams, at uh, at age five, you know, he and his his eleven brothers and sisters suddenly lost their mother at age five. She she collapsed in a hospital parking lot following a visit to the emergency room for severe headaches. You know, they saw her and they released her, and as she was leaving, as she was leaving that hospital, she collapsed and later died. Now, 11 brothers and sisters, there was no father around, and no one in the family was willing to care for them. So the only option was foster care. That was really the only option that they had for them. Here's the... the, 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 the heart-wrenching part of, of, of what happened to him, directly following the funeral of their mother, directly following their mother's funeral, there were five taxi cabs waiting outside to take Nathaniel and his siblings to five separate foster care homes. Can you imagine that? I mean, this is there's adversity that we bring upon ourselves sometimes. There are mistakes and missteps that we make, and that's difficult to get through sometimes. But can you imagine at the age of five going through a situation like this? Yeah, Nathaniel and, and his brothers and sisters grew up in the New York City foster care system until 18. And, and with the exception of his younger brother, Nathaniel rarely saw his siblings throughout childhood. Just his younger brother who was with him. You know, studies show that children who are raised in foster care experience higher rates of depression. They experience attention deficit, hyperactivity, anxiety, and a number of other developmental problems. And the problems result in, in higher degrees of incarceration. They they tend to experience higher degrees of poverty, higher degrees of homelessness, and higher degrees of suicide. Yet, Nathaniel didn't end up a statistic. He didn't end up a statistic. That that experience, what he went through in his life, actually brought out the best in him. You know, today at age 45, 46, Dr. Nathaniel Williams is the author of, of seven books on the topic of personal growth and development, and he's the founder and CEO of Human Works Affiliates, which is located in Pennsylvania. His organization is committed to helping special needs and at-risk youth. The life experiences that he had have no doubt affected who he is in a positive way. He went through some stuff. And that those are highlights. That's what we can see. You have no idea of what he went through, uh, you know, the, the actually going through it. You know, sometimes when we look at life in retrospect, yeah, you can see the, the happy ending to the story. But, man, while you're going through it, it can be difficult. It can be very, very difficult. So how do we harness the power of adversity? You know, in in the book, uh, The Adversity Advantage, uh, Dr. Stoltz and uh, and, and Eric uh, Weinmeier uh, use a term or, or a phrase. They ask the question, if you're a quitter, a camper, or a climber. Are you a quitter, a camper, or a climber? 
you know and and here's here's the difference quitters simply give up you know when they when they are faced with a, a big challenge a big problem they simply give up all right that's it that's all she wrote that you know that that's it stick a fork at me i'm done the 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 there there's no further pursuit for enriching for an enriching life and and usually quitters are bitter you know they've gone through some things and they you know, they couldn't get through them or didn't feel like they could get through them and and it leaves them feeling really bitter campers that second group are are people who generally work hard and and they they get beyond it they reach a certain level and then they kind of they kind of plant their stakes where they are. So, you know, you go through some stuff, you get to the other side, and you and that's it. You, you kind of, okay, you get into that, I've got to maintain, I've got to hold hold ground. So you, you begin to, uh, the process of, of, of kind of pitching a tent, so to speak. You, you, you put your stakes in the ground so that you don't lose ground. Climbers, on the other hand, you know, they consider, they refer to climbers in their book as a rare breed who continue to learn, grow, strive, and improve until their final breath. Climbers are those people who, you know, beyond adversity, they continue to grow. They continue to thrive. And as a result, the adversity does not define who they are. It refines who they are, but it does not define who they are. And so as you look at your challenges and what you might be going through, big or small, I want to share with you just a few uh, tips and a few things that that can help you to to get past that and to and help you to really find the advantage uh, on what of what's on the other side of of uh, of going through what you've gone through and these are some simple steps and this isn't from the book but I do encourage you to go and get the book um, to to pick up a copy of the adversity advantage again it's by Dr uh, Stoltz and and Eric Weinmeier and and it's really good Eric is is actually the world's leading blind athlete, and he's the only blind person in history to reach the world's seven summits. You know, he's, he's in addition to the book he wrote with uh, Dr. Paul Stoltz, um, he is the author of Touch the Top of the World, and, uh, and he's the subject of the award-winning documentary, uh, Farther Than the Eye Can See. You know, as we move forward, as we reach out to do new things in our life, it's important that, as I said, as I've said on on previous programs, that we don't simply try to um, to to recycle old knowledge. There's some things that you're going to have to learn. You know, as we work to make this our best week ever, there's some things that you're going to have to learn along the way, and you want to become a student. Uh, a, a a student of of learning on a continuous basis. I think that's one of the the, the biggest challenges and biggest mistakes, rather, that we make in life is that we become adults and we think that we know it all simply because we are older. And quite frankly, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we don't know about life and living. And there's some things that we know that we're not doing. Um, you know, but we're not doing, and and the key to to continuing to grow is really is is in continuing to learn. So go pick up a copy of of uh, the Adversity Advantage. Um, it's it's a Simon and Schuster's, actually publicized by uh, published by Fireside, a division of Simon and Schuster. A great book, some good tips in it, and it'll help you to get to the power of adversity and to get beyond it. 
Um, I, I want to share with you some things that you can do right now, just some things to help you to get, if you're going through some stuff, just some things that can help you to uh, to get through to the other side. And, you know, it's important as you, as you work on making this your best week ever and as you work on uh, reaching those goals that you have, it's important that you that you become aware of you you, you keep your eyes open to um, you know to all that that uh, that's there and that you need to do in order to make that happen. So here are some quick things that you can you can apply right away. One, you know, I always tell you and always encourage you to believe in yourself. You know, believe in yourself, believe in your ability, believe in your talent, and and know that your gifts are bigger than your circumstances. Let your gifts make way for, uh, make a way for you. Let the gifts that you have be the thing that 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 you use to to get beyond uh, whatever you're going through, whatever those gifts are, and, and don't underestimate the fact that you do have gifts and you do have talents that are unique to you. So believe in yourself, believe in your ability, believe in the fluidity of time. And when I say the fluidity of time, what I'm saying is what we've all heard, and that is that this too shall pass. Time moves forward. We don't want to get stuck in that place that we're in. We we want to understand that time moves forward and even even the worst of times tend to uh, tend to to just kind of move through. You know, time moves forward. So believe in that. Understand that that time is fluid and that whatever you're going through, there is a way out of it and that it will pass eventually. The the second thing that I want you to do if you're going through a tough time and you just need a little bit of encouragement is to is to make the decision that no matter what happens, you won't quit until you succeed. You know, that decision is so powerful. Make that decision that you won't quit until you succeed. As my friend Les Brown says, you you you, you know, it's not over until I say it's over. All right? You know, so make that decision to not quit until you succeed. And that is a core belief that will serve you well. Here's the thing about great core beliefs. They are best developed when you don't need them. So even if you're not going through some stuff, Make that, develop that core belief that no matter what happens, you will not quit until you succeed. Have that, develop that core belief that, um, that regardless of what comes up, you can handle it. You know, it doesn't mean that you won't feel pain, doesn't mean that you won't feel hurt, doesn't mean that you won't uh, have to, to go through a process, but whatever life throws at you, if it does not kill you, you can overcome it. You can get through it. All right. If it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. We all know, and we've all heard the uh, heard heard that saying. So decide, make those decisions, and make those decisions in advance. The the third thing that you want to do is to learn from whatever it is you're going through. You know, any lesson that you can learn from what you're going through is a lesson that will serve you well. Now, you want to learn it objectively. You don't want to carry the emotional scar from it. You don't want to relive the pain of it. You want to learn the lesson objectively. You want to learn the lesson without criticizing yourself, without tearing yourself down. And and you you never want to think that you should have known better. You never want to think that you should have known better. It is what it is. You you did what you did. You went through what you went through. There are no do-overs. There are only do-betters. And that's what you want to do. Uh, you want to do better going forward, but you don't want to beat yourself up thinking that I should have known better. How should I do that? It happened. You did it. 
own it, and let's move forward from it. You also want to become a student of your solution. You know, some lessons in life will just continue to show up until we learn the lesson. They will continue, those things will continue to happen to us until we learn from it. And so you want to become a student of the solution, not the problem, but the solution. You know, it's, it's as I was as I've, uh, said, it's the idea of, you know, if I ask you to not think about the color red, you know, don't think about red wagons and red shoes and red buckles and, and, and red popsicles. You know, as I'm saying that, you're thinking of the color red. You know, when you're facing a problem, you don't want to put the energy into the problem. You want to put your energy into the solution because when you do that, you will expand the solution. You see, energy will expand whatever it's whatever you apply it to. So if you put your energy into the problem, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I got this big problem. I got this, and oh, I can't, and this is going to happen, and then that. You know, you're going to expand that problem. That problem is going to become bigger. But when you look at, okay, what do I need to do to produce the outcome that I want, you then begin to expand the solution, and that's what you want to do. So become a student of your solution. All right. And then, you know, learn through this experience where you're strong and where you can be stronger. You know, as as I was this weekend, as I was driving down Beach Drive, going from Maryland through D.C. to Virginia. Uh, and I've shared this story before, but it just hit me again because it's right back in that same. You know, it, it's it's a mirror of what uh, had happened when I initially shared the story. But as I'm driving down Beach Drive, I'm looking at the at the landscape. And it's hilly, and they're they're hiking paths and trails and rock faces in the woods and all those other things. These are things that I couldn't see when the weather uh, went in the summer when the trees were full. And so my point with this is that life is seasonal, and in the summer you have the 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 trees are full. You have fullness in your life. We all sometimes go through winters in our life, and in that season of life, you have an opportunity to see what you could not see in other times. So, you know, look, this is an opportunity, if you're going through some things, this is an opportunity to really kind of examine your character, examine who you are, and to see yourself, uh, as, as Arthur Gold, uh, Golden said, you know, to see yourself when, when the only thing that's there is that which cannot be torn away. And then the fourth step is to act, you know, to act, to act, act, to avoid wallowing in a negative situation. Take action. First thing you want to do is to build your belief. You know, second thing is you want to make some decisions that, one, you're going to get through it, but then you want to get on with the process of learning what you need to learn in order to grow beyond this. And that's going to help you to overcome adversity. I had someone uh, send me, uh, write a comment on last week's show, and he uh, shared that, uh, you know, I talk about goals and, and the things that, that get in the way of, of reaching goals. Um, the comment that was shared on the show uh, was that one of the was that one of the um one of the things that stop people one of the the big things that stop people from reaching is a loved one or family members and and in the comment they said it's not easy to erase them well you know I want to address that specifically as we wrap the program up today you know friends family they they provide a, they're, they're a part of our social network it's not uncommon that if you're working on something, if you have a goal that you're working on, that people who can't see it for themselves won't be able to see it for you. That's not uncommon. That's That happens all the time. And quite there are goals that sometimes reaching will actually 
uh, people will feel as though they, they will lose you. So they will fight you, and they won't support you the way in which they, they, that you might feel that they should support you. And that's okay. The key to uh, getting over that and getting past that, if you don't have the support from friends and family to reach your goal, is to simply not need it. Now, what I'm saying, I'm not telling you to be cold and callous. I'm saying you're expecting something from that relationship that they cannot give. They can't see it. They don't have your vision. They don't have the foresight that you have. They can't see it, so they can't give you support on it. What that means is that you need to love them as they are and for who they are and not allow the fact that they can't see your vision to disappoint you. What you need to do in the meantime, though, is to find a support mechanism. You need to find that community of individuals who are moving in the direction that you're moving in, and they become your support. Because, again, they see they have a, a different vision. They can see the possibilities of what you're trying to do, and they become your support. Your friends and family, um, family in particular, will always be family. You need to love them without resenting the fact that they, don't, that they were not blessed with the vision that you were blessed with. And then you need to go out and find that support from uh, from another group, which will actually help you because you can then tap into the knowledge of that group. So adversity, can adversity, is there an advantage to adversity? Absolutely. You have to look at it in that way. Go pick up a copy of the book, The Adversity Advantage by uh, Dr. Stoltz and Eric Weinmeier. And, and remember, whatever you're going through, that there is another side to it. You learn from it. You grow from it. It's a part of life. Embrace it. Don't fear it. Don't try to avoid it. And if you're trying to get to a place you've never been to, you may have to go through some things that you've never gone through. But on the other side of it is a stronger and better you. Tomorrow we're going to continue our discussion on what it takes in order to uh, reach your goals and to be the best you that you can possibly be, as we always do here on the Goals Coach Daily Show. Uh, this is Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach. Go out to the website aboutgoals.com if you'd like to get more information on who I am and what they have to offer. And um, we look forward to talking with you tomorrow. I always encourage you to get up, get out, and to get going and to remember that the world is a better place because you're in it. I just want you to make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. Alrighty, until the next time, have a wonderful day. And remember to make this the best week.